Opinionated. That's fun. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, man, it's been a while, a long while. It's been a long, long time. It's been a long... But we're back. We are back. This is a brand new episode of Opinionated AF. I'm Adam Butler. That's Pretty Little Danny. Yep, yep. We are in the building, man. Season two finally come. We we, we took a while, man. Full disclosure, we tried a couple of things, and now we, we kind of realize what we want to do for season two. We have a, a plan for season two, yeah. we will, right? I think our I think Danny can say that. We have a plan <laughs> for season two, right? Yes, we do. All right, good, because we like the plan. I don't like the plan, you know I what I mean? But she liked the plan, and that's why I think we work well <laughs> together, man. But it's going to be an exciting season two. Lots of interviews for you guys, man. Lots of interviews. I, I think that's really the way to go with this one. A lot of people we're going to be talking with um, this year, this season. Of course, we want to cover sports. Of course, we want to cover some of the hot topics. And there's always a lot of hot topics going along in sports, man. I mean, listen, just while we've been off air, I think the last one we did, honestly, I don't even that's, I mean, I'm gonna try to remember the last show <laughs> we did. But I, I, I know we hadn't talked about the NBA Finals. I know we hadn't talked about LeBron. We don't got to get into the NBA Finals or anything like that. But your boy is in there. LA now mm-hmm. yeah how you feel you good yeah I'm going going yeah I bet. to Cali, to Cali. I'm you not going, going back, back to Cali yeah, but he's yeah. a bad wagon so no, I, I got okay. I had to I had to it's okay we definitely gonna get more into LeBron and things like that as as this the the season goes on again there's so many things to talk about with sports um I had a great opportunity to check out the AJ1 um band um Air Jordan 1 documentary a few days well at this point a few days ago um, Carmelo Anthony was there, Jamel Hill was there, Michael Smith was there. A lot of people were there, man. So it's a lot to talk about this season. A lot going on. Speaking of Carmelo, he's on the move. Redskin training camp is starting up. NFL Hell, training camp. Yeah. It's all sorts of things going on, man. It's going to be a wonderful season. But the most important part and the best thing about all of this is that we back and we get to talk to you all. Of course. You and guys, I'm ready. Yeah, you ready? Ready to talk my ish. I bet ready you Ready to are. give out all my opinions. Mm-hmm. On LeBron. Of course, on LeBron, <laughs> on the Redskins, mm-hmm, on the crazy mm-hmm. NFL, yeah. on the uprising NBA. It's just mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, it is. It's exciting, man. And there's all sorts of sports news going on. I mean, we had an all-star game here in D.C. Um, with, with Look, hey, the Capitals won the of Stanley course. Cup. Congratulations to them. Yeah, shout out to the Capitals, man. I was down there that night when they – I was down there the night of – I keep wanting to say game seven. I don't know why I want to say game seven. But the deciding game, it was a wonderful feeling in the city. <clears throat> we're from D.C., so, you know, the last championship we had here was in 1992 with the Skins. So we were both very young. Like, yeah. we, were, we were children when that happened. I mean, really, like, little, little children. So we don't really remember that. So it's great to have some like a championship feel, man. And it really got me amped up and pumped up to come back and do opinionated, man. So without further ado, let's get into this show, man. I told you we're gonna have a, a bunch of wonderful guests in the building, and we got one coming up in just a moment. All right, man. I told you that we were gonna have uh, spectacular guests in the building this year, man, and and we kicking it off with a really dope one from one of my favorite shows. Of course, that show is Ballers, man. HBO's Ballers, dope show about professional sports. Really focuses on the NFL. Great, great show. And we got one of the the best characters I think on the show in the building. One and only London Brown is in the building, man. How you doing, sir? Man, everything is everything, man. How are you guys doing? Oh man, we're wonderful, bro. We're wonderful. <laughs> Um, wanted to kick it off, man, because, like I said, your, your character is really interesting, and I really wanted to figure out, like, how did you get involved with this show? How did you get on the cast of Ballers? 
Uh, well, basically, I was working comedy clubs in L.A., and I got a call and uh, from a veteran comedian and writer, and because uh, I didn't have any representation at the time, so they went through him to catch up with me, and he asked me if I'd heard of Ballers uh, with, you know, on HBO, and I said, nah. And uh, he said, well, they're looking for you, and he asked me if, I, if he could send over my info, so they got my info, and they called me in to read in the summer of 2014. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that was like about a two-month process, which is pretty serious. Yeah. Because callback after callback. And then it got quiet on me for two weeks. Mm. And I got, it got a little interesting in there because I didn't know if they were still watching or what was up. Right, right. <laughs> then, um, <laughs> then after that, that two weeks was long, man, because I, <laughs> I was like I said, I was going in back to back. Then it got quiet. So you're like, man. And with auditions, you don't ask. You don't do something silly like, call the, the cast and people I'm like yo did i get the part right that's unprofessional so you just gotta wait it out or what we usually what we do with an audition after we do them uh we just do them and then we just actually just forget about them and move on because otherwise you you know it'd be stressed out you remember that scene in like boomerang <laughs> when eddie murphy was waiting on uh robin Gibbons to call yeah, him back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it gets like that if you don't be careful and keep yourself busy oh no so uh so we just you know i it got quiet and then all of a sudden they they um gave me a call back like i said it was about two months later and was like yo do you have any obligations in in la and i was like nah mm-hmm. he's like well uh you know if you like the role you know, you have to live out in Miami and, and and do it like that. So it worked out. Yeah, I bet it did. So <laughs> I hear that you're an actor, comedian, dancer, impressionist. Would that be fair to say? Uh, I don't think I'm an impressionist. I just okay. think that um, I'm able to do a couple voices, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even I wouldn't encapsulate myself into an impressionist only because, like, I know some people who really do it. I do a couple voices. And I was, mine was like by accident or something. I didn't even know I could do them. Um, and I do more unfamous people than famous people. So oh. maybe, I don't know if you want to call me that. Because I got some, I know some cast men. Shout out to Jay Farrell. Uh, he's yeah, one of them, uh, Reggie Reg. There's a couple cats that really get busy with that. Um, but I do, the ones I do, I'll be all So who would be your best non-famous in person to impersonate? Ooh, uh, non-famous person to impersonate. Mike, ah, uh, oh, that's a that's a good one. I remember one time I went to this this acting. I went to this, oh, this is what I was doing. I went to go audition for, or not an audition, but I went to go meet with a uh, with a casting or you know, an agency. And so this guy had an interesting voice where it was. I don't know what he. I don't. I don't know what. He was into as far as dating, but so, like, everything was, like, really so serious and drawn out. And so it was, like, a really interesting voice. It was, like, he had a list, a list but yeah. it also drug out his words. So it was, like, a really weird, you know, so sometimes, you know, with voices, voice, doing voices is just, like, the idea of, like, singing, yeah. where I can hear someone and I know if they're, the tone of their voice is in my register. Mm-hmm. And, and just like a, it's a pitch thing. It's like if you want to do uh, Bill Clinton, for example, Bill Clinton's, uh, he's in that kind of yeah. tone. So yeah. Bill yeah. Clinton's, ah, uh, and Jay Z is in the same thing where it's kind right. of crazy. You articulate all the words and, you know, so hey. it's, yeah, just pretty, one, you know, it's all, yeah. it's all 
tonality, really. That's all that stuff is. But hey, you're pretty good, bro. That that Jay Z. No, we messing around. I, I, I you know, I got to first. I got to have my tea. I got to meditate, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I'll be pitch perfect. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just messing around. Yo, that's funny. Jay Z was in, is in town tonight, actually. So we might have to bring you. Back. We have to have, play this audio for him and see what he thinks about that Jay Z impersonation. Mike Yo, Mike. this whole thing is really crazy, though. <laughs> where, 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 Oh man, that's gonna be lit. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, they were in town last night and they're performing again tonight, man. This whole city is like gone crazy, you know, with J and Bay in town. It's 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 nuts, man. Um Oh man, that's gonna be wild, man. I, I wanted to ask about your uh relationship with sports just in general before the show, man. Were you a big sports fan? Had you played any sports? Uh just tell us about that. Uh I'm a I'm a big fan of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh you gotta get you gotta also get to a point where like you grew up in a, I grew up in the 80s too. Mm-hmm. So when you grew up in a hood, like you only are conditioned to be uh, a, a doctor, a doc, a teacher, doctor, lawyer, uh, police officer, and sports. Mm-hmm. That that's what it was for me growing up. Right. Nobody was trying to be no rapper and, and none of that yet. Yeah. So in that era, like everybody at some point be like, yo, I, could, I think I want to play ball. And then this when I realized. The NBA wasn't happening for me. Not do it wasn't my dream, mm-hmm. but it's when I knew that if I had, if I had a daydream about <laughs> this is when it got shut down. Um, my younger brother, mm-hmm. peace be upon him. Uh, I we used to play ball, and he was like six years, like ten years younger than me, mm-hmm. and um, you know we played ball and we would hoop. And then I remember like when he got in early high school. I was out of high school by that time. In when he was in high school, and I seen him dunk and drive me to the lane, I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little leader. I'm gonna put this down and go on and do some hey, artistic. Yeah, right. You know, because you can be, you can be out of shape and do the arts. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can be winded and 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 still paint. So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna lead this basketball thing along when you know when when the, my my young homie started started really going to the hole and driving. So I was like, you know, let me just chill out. Yo. But uh, I'm from LA, so of course I'm, I'm. I remember that that speech Magic gave when he, mm-hmm. you know, he came out with the the whole scandal and the, and the HIV thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've been rocking with the Lake, uh, the Lakers, the Raiders since they've been in LA and and, and so forth. So yeah, I've, I've always been in sports, man. Nice. Mm, and that leads me to my next question because I definitely was going to touch on this as a hot topic, a quick take on um, sports. So how do you feel? Because I'm gonna go ahead and say this: Adam doesn't really care for my. Um, fandom, but I'm like mm. the president of the LeBron James fan club. That's an understatement. However, um, so I basically I follow him wherever he goes. I'm not uh, down for teams. How do you feel about? <laughs> how do you feel about him coming into um, Lakers? I mean, to the Lake Show. You know what? I honestly think that it's going to do great for the city. Um, it's going to bring a lot of revenue and all that kind of stuff. Like no doubt. The the the. the, the in LA, the Lakers have been in a. We've been in a like a slight depression since Kobe left, <laughs> and like I, any true Laker fan will tell you, we support the Lakers, but we ain't rushing home to watch them. Right. You know, we if, if we if we rushing home, we we rushing home to see them play Somebody. whoever the opposing <laughs> team is mm-hmm. uh, that might have some stars in. But as far as LeBron, I'm a LeBron fan as well. I was able to always appreciate. I always felt like he was a team player because I think too many times people try to compare him to Kobe and to Jordan to all these other players. But the thing that makes LeBron special is that he's not them. Mm-hmm. To me, LeBron 
has the agility of Kobe and the strength of Shaq and, like, the heart of a team player. Like, LeBron will carry the team, but at the same time, LeBron will share the ball as opposed to a Kobe. Kobe will hold the ball, but he also going to bring those rings and do what he got to do. Mm-hmm. It's just a different kind of killer instinct. Yeah. So with him coming to L.A., a lot of – I think a lot of people that's – that, like, you know, we had the murals in L.A. and people was, you know, messing up and painting over the murals and graffiti and all that right, stuff. Right, right. A lot, a lot of them guys, man. They probably just was, you know, were just hating on LeBron. Yeah. And that kind of negative energy. It's not like LeBron came over and said he was gonna take over. LeBron was like, "Yo, he made, he signed a 154 mil deal, and he said he gonna be the last one in the gym, the first one in there. Mm-hmm. That's all we asking for is like, you know, come over and do your job." We, and people get mad at LeBron <laughs> for switching, but I'm like, he did all he could do. He took him to the took him to the finals four yeah. times. Right. Like, what else do you want the man? And he did what he could do. It's time to get up out, make moves, and. You know, I, I'm, I support the move. We, you know, it's good for L.A. Definitely good for L.A. And, and Danny is the, the number one LeBron stand that you've ever met. It's, it's incredible how big of a fan she is. But I think you bring up a good point just to talk about the LeBron thing and the L.A. thing just for, for a second. That, that, you know, the comparisons to Kobe and Jordan is what I think hurts LeBron and makes, like, super fans like Danny come off as kind of annoying. I love you, but, but it's because <laughs> – when you, because when you talk about people messing up murals and all that out in, in LA, it's because they're just, there's this need to compare him to Kobe Bryant. So, like, some of the people out there are probably feeling like, no, you're replacing Kobe right. Bryant as opposed to saying, hey, we're getting another great player in Laker history. You right, know, we're just adding to the legacy. That's how I look at it. Right. I mean, you get him. Oh, it's we now? It's we? Look. You, I'm riding wherever he's riding. I will be. I've never been to L.A. Yeah. That will change this fall. Yeah, you go. I mean, a lot, like I said, a yeah, lot of it yeah. going to change. I mean, traffic is about to get crazy. Mm-hmm. The game, people the people are, are excited. Mm-hmm. You know, you got some haters in there, but it's, those haters are not really a reflection of L.A. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, because, like, the Cavs wasn't like a rival. It ain't like somebody from Boston right. was coming over. It's not, you know, LeBron has been in Cleveland. Cleveland was was, was in the shadows of defeat before LeBron got over there. So I'm like, yo, he gave them their first championship in in eons of years. He did. I mean, you gotta respect the dude. I'm mean, like, the, the dude has changed his game, inside game, outside game. And not to mention, this, his last design mm-hmm. of kicks was the coldest design I think he's put out. Yeah. Um, but that's just me, though. But, yeah, you know, I, I think LeBron is, is going to do a great job, man. Once they get their rhythm down, they're going to be fine. And yeah. let's be honest. Once they start to, like, win, and I'm, I'm to me, as long as he could get them to the playoffs, that right there is an accomplishment in itself. So I think that, that will definitely quiet the haters. Nothing quiets haters more than winning, actually, and success. So I think he'll be fine. I think everybody will show up to the games. He'll bring everybody in the city out, and I feel like it will bring back what what I assume Lakers fans have been wanting. He's a, look, when, when he, LeBron come, LeBron is not only bringing out Laker fans. LeBron is bringing out, I mean, the, as far as the, the celebrity status going to be at the games, the, the audience of the Lakers is going to change. Mm-hmm. And, L.A. This, the, the court people from L.A. that's really about L.A. They co-sign like Crips. Listen, <laughs> Crips in L.A. have already said to everybody else, "We giving LeBron a pass. He's rocking with us." Because you know, in L.A., the, uh, they people come out and they will take a side. Like Chris Brown, 
affiliates himself with Bloods, and there's a few other people that do that, you know, as far as when they come to L.A. But the Crips, I've seen a meme, a post on Instagram. <laughs> Wait, is this a, this a clean podcast, right? No, but yeah, but do what you got to do, bro. First off, I'm mad they put a post on Instagram, though. That's the best part. I'll keep it straight. I ain't nothing too crazy to say, but yeah. I'm going to just say two, let me put it this way, two Negroes, yeah, yeah. right? In prison. Yeah. They got, I'm talking about, they got the, on the outfits, they is in jail. And they up there talking about, Hey, cuz don't hey, don't trip with LeBron, cuz 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 a local local LeBron, LeBron, like it's really serious. And so, I mean, LeBron, like I said, if LeBron had a a weak attitude, people like to call him, you know, like to complain that he be calling foul on the plays. I'm like, listen, dude, none of that stuff matters. Just is at the end of the day. He's from what I don't know him personally, but his spirit always seems right. right. He seems like he wants to win, and he, from what we know, he's a good father. And he supports his kids and whatever they doing, family do. Mm-hmm. I'm cool right there. Just I'm good with that, man. Nah, we don't hate on LeBron. You know, it's getting his fans like not. his fans like daddy that make us like, <laughs> oh God, okay, we've heard it up. But no, I think it's you know you 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 bring up so many good points about like just like the culture in L.A. and what it's going to do for L.A. And it's also going to just, you know, it's going to bring people, I re- you know, again, we're from D.C. And I remember how, you know, when the Lakers would come to town, people would just go to see the Lakers. They're that type of team. They're like the Yankees. Exactly. They're like the, you know, we, we hate to say this in D.C., but they're like the Cowboys. You know, they're the team that brings in, you know, they're, they're marquee team in the league. So I think it's, a, it's wonderful, man. I want to I talk about the show because, you, you know, you are on a huge show, on a huge network, HBO. Uh, the show is Ballers, man. Um, starring the rock and it's 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 a great show i really i really i'm glad that it's continuing on um i'm glad to see your character grow you know the the character reggie at first was kind of you know he had a kind of back and forth with with uh the rock's character i get the feeling that he didn't really like reggie too much and as you as the seasons have gone on uh reggie has grown as a character so just speak about that growth um that we've seen from reggie you know what i think it's cool too that First of all, thanks for watching. I don't assume that, you know, people watch. But, um, so thanks for watching because when you watch, that keeps me employed. So, hey, yeah, thank man, you. Hey, man, I got you. Hey, I got you, dog. Don't worry about it. That is the truth. People could, not to go off, but sometimes yeah. people ask me, you know, what has changed mm-hmm. and or what am I excited about. And I'd be like, it's that kind of stuff. Just simple things like, you know, move my stuff out of my mama garage. Mm. Uh, not on my, you know, on the homies' couches and yeah. stuff like that. That's the yeah. little stuff I'd be cool with, or being able to pick up the tab. I'm yeah, cool man. with stuff like that. But to your question, um, it was cool because first of all, when they wrote the character, obviously I'm not fat, but the character was initially supposed to be fat. And mm. uh, however, when I went in, they was able to see and or they were able to enjoy what I could bring mm-hmm. to Reggie. Um so I also was only supposed to be like maybe in a couple episodes. I wasn't supposed mm. to be a, a lead in the show. Mm. But after the process of the audition and in the audition they let me kind of riff and do me mm-hmm. and bring some stuff to cuz usually when at these auditions they don't even know all the time what they're looking for when they write these characters and it's up to us as actors to do our homework Mm. and show them what it is or who these people are these characters are so while we was on set you know to your question like all of that stuff was really 
more so kind of organic because, again, they didn't plan for me to be there in that many episodes, let alone be a lead. So once they figured that out, they said, okay, and we started to build uh, Reggie as because on set, really, because I'll write, we, they, you know, give me the, the lines, and I'll add some stuff in there, add some, okay. add some obnoxious little lines and take some shots at Dwayne Johnson's character, yeah, yeah. and they would write it, they would keep it, they say, yo, we're going to keep that. So in season one, a lot of that stuff... A lot of my choices they kept as far as my improvisational stuff, um, my slick lines and cursing Dwayne out. Yeah. I, they allowed me to push it, which is a great thing for an actor Definitely. when there's a trust between you and the director. And because we would do like let's say the first three, the first three takes or whatever, I do it verbatim on paper and from the paper and from the script, and then. Um, you know, they gave me a couple of takes and said, yo, London, you know, as they say, go ahead and you can play on this one. And they just let me go. So we really built the idea of him being the antagonist as we were going along. Mm-hmm. And it was, they, they went completed with all 10 episodes. They was right as we go. So now that Reggie, through each episode, we get to see some growing mm-hmm. uh, and some maturity some growth and some maturity with the character is good for me as an actor because it allows me not to be a one-trick pony and just be the a-hole on the show for four right. seasons. But we see him messing around because ultimately what people don't realize is that Reggie was only trying to look out for his boy at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and that, that meant protecting him from anybody trying to use him. Right. It wasn't like the dude was being you know super shisty behind right. his best friend's back. Yeah. He was just like, yo... I'm from the hood. I don't really know y'all. I don't really know numbers. All I know is that I want a little money. I want my boy to have some money, and I want to party with it. Yeah. If that was it. Yeah. But now, by season four, you guys will see Reggie kind of making some some solid choices, getting involved with the negotiations, and really trying to invest the money wisely, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and really show that he's maturing. So it's it's a cool evolution for Reggie. Nice. Um, you all do a great job of incorporating today's um, and yesterday's issues um, into your show, such as like CTE and um, injuries and dealing with yeah. financial troubles. What can we expect, if anything, within the new season? I don't know if you guys incorporate the new anth- uh, excuse me, anthem policy or other issues like domestic violence or substance abuse that we're starting to um, see rev up in, uh, in uh, excuse me, NFL seasons. Will you all be bringing any of that to the show? To keep it like you know continuous and relevant, I think what the writers are really good for doing stuff like that, uh, for just plugging in. Like even on season, I believe it was season two, mm-hmm. where if people go back and they watch, there's little things in there like uh, you know Black Lives Matter and different mm-hmm. little small little things uh, to to just show that the writers and people on set are, are still in tune and connected to what's going on. Um, with this season. It's hard to say because we shoot out of sequence. Mm. So I don't really know quite all of what's going on as far as even all the guest stars that come on the show. Because how it works is, like I said, we shoot out of order. And I shoot my scenes, uh, my two or three scenes for the day, whatever it is. Come back, maybe skip two days, three days, come back, shoot another four. So we all over the city of L.A. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to really figure out what's going on. But... What I do know as far as the new season, they do expand uh, the business, the branding business into some other sports, mm-hmm. some extreme sports they're doing. And they, I think they do some moves to, to California with the show. And um, so there's a little stuff like that, you know. But I know they got some stars coming in and dropping in as for always. sure. 
Um, so I guess we'll all have to see because it's new to me like it's new to y'all. Yo, no doubt, man. And, I, and I, I, you mentioned some of the uh, athletes and celebrities that you've had on the show. I don't know how many of them you've gotten to interact with, but to the best of your knowledge, like how do they feel about – because I, I remember they had like Terrell Suggs on the show and like Terrell Suggs right. was like – you know, he's like an actual character on the show and he – you know, it was when he had like a sex scene and some more stuff like that, right? And I'm, I'm just thinking like yeah. how do some of these athletes who are very protective over their, their image – I mean, that's what your character is doing for – um, um, the, the character that he's looking out for, like trying to right. you know, keep him. How did some of you think some of these um, athletes feel about like, okay, I got to be in the show, but I got to curse. So I got to be like a caricature of myself, you know? You know, I think that especially when he mentioned Shelter, mm-hmm. he sucked, man. Sucked was so cool. Yeah. You know, um, honestly, first of all, everybody who, everyone who works on the show has been super, super cool. Guess nice. the athletes, the stars, everyone has a great attitude um and i can appreciate that so when he came and uh we have we have some scenes together this season mm-hmm. and it, it was just that's the thing it helps that people are cool off screen mm-hmm. so when we get on screen you know we flow if it's something that he don't know he'll simply ask you what do you think i should do it like this or let's try this he real open um good attitude none funny not standoffish because people you know, if they wanted to be there, where they could. I mean, they already established and who they are, even with Dwayne. But everybody, there's no ego, none of that stuff. So, with space, like with somebody like Suggs or uh, a Spice, mm-hmm. they they come on and they open, man. They like whatever the director say. They totally open. Yeah. They just want the show to look good, and they're willing to go wherever they got to go to bring out the best results. And that's what you need if you want to be a team player. Just somebody willing to, you know, do the best they can do to contribute to everyone else's, you know, 100 that they're going. That's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. So, yo, man, um, you know, we've talked about the show. We talked about L.A. And, and, and LeBron and all that, man. But what's next for you? What's coming up next for London? Uh, right now I have an independent independent project that's in film festivals called Asia A. And uh, I shot this, and basically it's about this, uh, like, a paralyzed athlete. Mm. And it's a very, you know, very emotional piece. Uh, nothing comedic necessarily about it it's a real serious piece and about a real story and uh so that that's making its way around these festivals but i'm also uh touring and i'm on the road right now and hitting up a couple cities as i go along and just to to really just get around because a lot of people don't even know i do stand up and uh, i've been doing that for like nine years now working you know um in fact my last time in dc um I was with uh, I was touring with Chris Tucker at the time, hmm. and uh, I hit the road with him as his as his opener, and, and we just working the scene. But um, that's why it, it, with what I do, it just it's just a matter of exposure. Um, and then once you get that exposure, you just go like basically like even with Kevin Hart. A lot of people didn't know about Kevin Hart until Soul Plane, right? And then or even with Mike Epps, it, it took next Friday mm-hmm. or shout out to. To the to the homie Tiffany Haddish, mm-hmm. um, with with Girls Trip, yeah. it's a matter of exposure and timing. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I don't ever try to rush it or push it or anything like that. And I just kind of my whole thing is just to make sure I'm always prepared, so that when the opportunities come up, then you know I'm I'm locked and loaded. Like right now, I'm in Montreal uh, for the Just for Last Comedy Festival, which is a good look for comics because you know this is an industry event. And um, and then it's also out the country, so it's just a, this counts as exposure as well as doing a series like HBO. Um, 
So right now, that's the whole thing. Right now, I'm just doing a whole bunch of branding stuff, um, and as well as my photography. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a book right now, just displaying my point of view. Uh, places I've been around the world, and some of those proceeds will go to uh, helping the homeless and the organizations and stuff like that. So I want to quote you. I do my research, so I like to get personable with people. Oh. I read um, an article about your <laughs> photography, and you did say that you use technology by looking up inspirational stories from athletes, correct? Yeah. That are successful in their field. So with closing, what is a good piece of advice or let me state it this way, a piece of advice that someone has given you that you've used to help you prolong your career. What is the piece of advice you would want to leave your, um, excuse me, your fans with? I think uh, one of the, one of the things that I think I've been told was, well, there's a couple things. One, with, when, I was, when I was talking with Chris Tucker, Chris used to always instill in me, uh, London, make sure you stay humble, keep God first, <laughs> and stay focused. Right, that was his whole little thing. Was just, you know, we'd be in the car somewhere, and he would just say, "Stay humble, yeah. keep God first, stay humble, and stay focused." Right. And to this day, I'm very. If people see my stories or follow me on Instagram, I push focus to the max. Not that I'm always focused. I don't like. I go to the gym like daily, weekly, but not because I'm not a gym rat. I hate going to the gym, but I'm not going in there because I feel like it. But I'm doing it as a focus because. For me, I just feel like I live my life in anticipation. And whatever it is I want, I focus on that. If it doesn't line up to the goal, then I negate it and keep it pushing. Um, so that would be one small idea. Another one would be, you know, people should work to find the thing, their gift, the thing that makes them happy on the inside because your life changes. Like some, I know that the cool thing now that I hear a lot, of, especially a lot of people in hip hop and rappers say, or even you know, on, on, in the hood, they chasing the bag. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole thing is. I'm chasing the bag. People that chase the bag will always be chasing the bag. Mm-hmm. It's not about the money. If you if you do the thing, you do your gift. People say, well, how do I know what my gift is? Your gift is the thing that you do very very well with the least amount of effort. I had an OG tell me that and broke that down, and. People spend their whole lives chasing a bag. They never really happy or fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But if you do the thing that makes you fulfilled on the inside, naturally, you're going to become good at it because you're going to working toward. You're not going to feel like you're working when you're working while you're doing it. You're just going to find yourself. You, it's going to be. A, it's going to become a part of your proclivity. So when that happens, when you're good at something, the money going to come. That's exactly. the given. Mm-hmm. You just got to get good at what you do. So I would say, man. Stay humble to to the people listening. Stay humble. Keep your feet on the ground so when you fall, it won't be very far. And you can just get up and, and keep it pushing. Damn, great words to live by, seriously. Yeah, man. There it is, bro. Listen, London Brown, man, is in the building. We appreciate you calling in and, and, and chatting with us, man. Yes, talking, thank you. Talking to LA Oh, thank Sports. y'all, man. Hey, the show Ballers, when does it premiere? The show premieres August 12th, which is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. August 12th is Sunday. Yeah, man, Sunday's the best day when it comes to HBO, man. Thank you so much. Listen, when you're in D.C., come holler at us, bro. Please do. Absolutely, man. I'm going to get you guys' contact, man. I, I appreciate y'all taking time to talk to me, man, and, and watching the show and doing your research. Thank you, sister. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all stay, keep it together, man. Okay, and before you go, please let the um, audience know where they can reach you at on all social media handles. Yes, please uh, catch me at 
Real London Brown at Real London Brown, and I go I cook and I go live all the time just to talk and interact with y'all. So please jump in on my live, ask some questions, or if y'all see me in the streets, man, I'm approachable. Don't feel funny. I'm not like that dude. Just mm. say hey, let's do a photo, and let's you know, and look for me in your city, man. So that that's it. Hi, right, brother. Appreciate you. Thank y'all so much, man. Much love, much love, man. Big shout out to London, man. London Brown, check out Ballers. Ballers is a dope show. I, I, I definitely. You know, I I teased earlier that you know it, it it feels like a guy show, but it really isn't. You know, it does play in that same lane as like uh, Entourage and right. you know shows like that. But it's not. It's it's for everybody. And they do a really good job of being inclusive on that show. Yeah, I love it. I think that it's something. You don't have to be a sports fan to enjoy it. That's mm-hmm. just like an added caveat. Right, but. You get to learn so much. Like if you're in tune to sports and or in tune to what's going on in sports, period, yeah. they yeah. add a lot of that to the show. So it's just yeah. good to get someone's um, introspect on just how that works both for fiction because mm-hmm. it is it's still a show. Right. And adding all of the real elements to it. And it's sort of like our show, right? Not that, you know, to kind of, you know, brush that shoulder off and brag <laughs> a little bit. But that's what we try to do, you know, on this show is like, hey, sports, you know, sports is universal. So, yeah, it is that there's the, the scoreboard and, the, you know, the, oh, man, this, this person won this game or this person scored this many points. But I think Ballers does a great job of saying, hey, this is what it's like inside of sports. You know what I mean? Again, London's character, uh, uh, Reggie, he's, he manages a character named Vernon, who's a, a, a defensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys and last season he had him promoting like a like a marijuana company right. and then you know it's like a bunch <laughs> of stuff that you learn about like the ins and outs of just being a pro athlete right. um, like Danny mentioned to to London like there's a character Denzel's son um on the show who, who's another I, I hope we get to Ricky. talk to him so Ricky yeah. yeah uh I hope we get to talk to him too he has a big movie coming out but his son plays a character who's has at the early stages of CTE right you know what I mean um the rock deals with um not alcoholism but he deals with being addicted to um pain meds and 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 even he thought he had CTE for a while so it's a, it's a really really interesting show it talks about athletes that are former present it's great happy to talk to him man he's a really really good dude um um good get Danny yeah We'll be having more of those. So shout out. Look, I'm on the rise to find any and everybody. So anyone that's willing to come on the show, I'll bring them on the show. No doubt. No doubt, man. Keep it locked. Subscribe to us. um, Comment with us. Do all of those things, man. Follow us on social media. We're at Danny. You can follow us on Facebook at Opinionated AF and on Twitter and Instagram at Opinion underscore AF. Make sure you get your spell check and gear because you got that spell right to follow us. We can be found on Google Play as well as iTunes at Opinionated AF. Subscribe to us. Listen, follow, listen again, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell everybody. Do all of that, man, and keep locked on our social media because we got a lot of information coming out, man. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, be great. And opinionated. Yeah.